Hello? You know you for this. Bitch, what? let me tell you what happened. All these niggas in my DM, they be capping. I'm laughing, but I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. Let's start a podcast to talk about it. Let's give us something they can relate to yep. Made for the ladies but niggas can listen to Talk about experience, give advice Don't, Don't forget, forget to follow us and subscribe Alright, I'm back in They said they couldn't hear me on my other phone I was trying to do some something different But make sure you guys share the live and so forth so that you guys can engage in the conversation okay y'all can hear me now good if you want to come on and speak your piece and add to the conversation go right ahead as i was saying that i had guests for tonight and i normally uh stream live on youtube and facebook however they weren't able to make it in time so instead of calling the night as a bust and not going live at all i was like fuck it let me come on ig and talk with the people about what we're going to be talking about tonight which is non-traditional relationships now i'm not talking about modern relationships versus traditional relationships i'm specifically talking about non-traditional relationships that the average person wouldn't be open to that includes polygamy that includes an open relationship slash marriage um it also includes polyamorous relationships meaning you're not married but you guys are dating multiple people and everybody uh agrees um and then what was the last one swingers yeah so i am curious to know how many people are open to these different types of relationships now i'm not sitting here trying to be an advocate for either one you know me personally i believe in monogamy however there are some people that are open to the various relationships that i described so we have to actually consider everybody's perspective and opinion you know and not just go off of what's what is a social norm so as i said make sure that you share with other people so they can join in the conversation this is a hot topic because a lot of people get riled up about polygamy polyamorous relationships now to my understanding and i wish i had one of my um clubhouse friends out here with me because he he's well versed in polygamy because he believes in it but from my understanding polygamy is a marriage with one man that has multiple wives polyamorous meaning you're not married but you are in a relationship and you have multiple uh partners as well as multiple girlfriends or boyfriends polyandry is when a woman has multiple husbands okay so once again i was confused the first time i heard this shit too polygamy is when one man has multiple spouses or multiple wives polyandry is when a woman has multiple spouses or husbands and um polyamorous is when one male or female have multiple boyfriends or girlfriends then you have swingers now swingers are people that go to like this nightclub or some shit or they may meet up with somebody and they fuck each other's partner so most of the time these people are either married or in relationships and so they end up um switching partners for the night one night stands or some shit or do something regularly and then you have 
the open relationship, meaning me and you are together. However, if you choose to go fuck somebody else or take somebody else out on a date, I'm cool with it as long as we have a conversation. So it wouldn't be considered cheating. Me personally, I am into monogamy. I say that because for me, it kind of helps keep down the confusion and frustration. Um, and I, I kind of feel like, and I'm just speaking from the outside looking in, I've never experienced polyamorous relationships. Well, I have been in a polyamorous relationship. I just didn't fucking know it. Okay. He was lying to me or they was lying to me because it, it has happened on occasion where I found out that the guy that I was talking to dating was having somebody else involved and none of us knew. But in this case, a polyamorous relationship, everybody knows and they're agreeable to the situation. So as I was saying, I don't really agree personally. Well, I'm going to say that it wouldn't work for me simply because it would be, I, I have, a, I'm kind of jealous. And I don't mean like jealous in the sense of if I see you doing something or if I don't like something, then I'm going to run out and uh, start a fight or cuss you out. It's just like I want something for myself. I don't believe in ownership, meaning I don't own somebody else's body, personality, or anything like that. However, I just believe that that connection between one man and one woman is very sacred. Or even if you are, you know... Homosexual, if you're gay or lesbian, you can still have a uh, monogamous relationship. So it's not um, it's not limited with just um, heterosexual. I'm sorry, heterosexual couples. But I just like the intimacy factor. I don't like to share. I barely like to share my fucking food. Okay. Here we go with the questions. Have you ever cheated on your man? Of course the fuck I did. I have cheated <laughs> on a partner before. Hey, uh, Delpha. We're talking about uh, non-traditional relationships. And I don't mean by, you know, traditional versus modern. I'm saying relationships that most people wouldn't consider being a part of. Polygamy, open, and swingers. But as I was saying, I have cheated before, you know. And I've been cheated on. Now, I will... First of all, Randy, don't even start this shit. Tell me something. You cheated on me with that girl, Erica, that went to school with you. And the bitch showed up at my motherfucking job when I used to work at Claire's in the Hickory Ridge Mall <laughs> trying to check me out and shit. So don't even start this shit, uh, Randy. Rico Memphis 10. Tell me something. I cheated on you. Who the fuck I cheat on you with? But anyway... <laughs> As I was saying, yes, I remember that shit. I did, I used to have several bitches, and this is so off subject, but I, I used to have several women come up to, to my job checking for me because of they nigga that I had no idea that they was in, you know, was in a relationship with. It was one nigga I was fucking with. He told me him and his girlfriend broke up, but... They was living together. I had been over to the nigga's house and everything. And he told me, well, uh, she's still moving her stuff out or whatever. Because I would be over there late at night. But see what it was, she worked at a hotel at night. So she had the night shift. And she didn't get off to maybe 9 or something in the morning. And so I ended up leaving before then because I either had to go to school or go to work or whatever. We also do you are. Fuck it, it's my motherfucking show, so I can talk about what I want to talk about. However, as I was saying, I have cheated. And with cheating, 
It never feels good. I have been on all sides. And what I mean by being on all sides is I have cheated, I've been cheated on, and I've been cheated with. Meaning I was the side chick. Now, it was only one situation that I knew I was, but I didn't find out until later. Like the person that I was involved with had gotten married and they didn't let me know until maybe... No, I found out on fucking uh, Instagram. Hey, what's up, Gerard? I found out, oh no, not Instagram, on Facebook that he had gotten married through his wife's page. I don't even know how the fuck I found that out. That must have been God, however. And then it was kind of difficult from the situation because I had been involved with this person for like years at this point. So I was about 24, so I met him around 19 years old. So we was kind of dealing with each other off and off for that length of time. And once I found out, he told me he was moving to North Carolina. <laughs> and so I'm sitting up here planning with my mom. Okay, I'm gonna take a trip. Didn't know where the fuck he was going. Like, didn't have no address or nothing, but was planning a trip to North Carolina because I wanted to try and make it work. And the crazy thing about it is, I asked him, Are you getting married? I'm not sure what prompted me to do that, but I just asked randomly. He said, No. And I had no inclination that he was going to get married, but I found out later that he did, and I continued their relationship for a couple of months. And that's when I decided, you know what? I don't like how this feel. For Valentine's Day, we had to celebrate like the day after or the day before. I can't even re remember. It was so long ago. Long ago, and I never liked it. So really, from that point on, I kind of was like, I don't want to do this. But here's the fucked up part, okay? Bitch, let me tell you what happened. So I got married maybe a year or two after that and I ended up cheating with the same person that was cheating with me while he was married. So, And I didn't like that either. I didn't like the, the sneaking. I didn't like the hiding my phone under the pillow, making up lies, calling my friends, hey bitch, you know, if he asked you where I'm at, this is where I'm at. Like, I just felt like that was too much. So I made the decision to cut that relationship um, off because I wanted to really, really give like a full effort. Now my ex was cheating on me too, you know, and I'm not justifying my reasoning for cheating. I'm just saying that, you know, we both was cheating on each other. And I made the decision to stop cheating and actually try to go to counseling and make the relationship work. However, that's not the case. And whatever, you know, that's bridge. What? Not bridge under the water. Water under the bridge. Nigga ain't shit. But hey, Randy, you want shit neither. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you, Randy. I don't want you to take it personally. However, back to the non-traditional relationships. How many of you would be open to a polyamorous relationship? And I'm saying like you have a boyfriend and y'all both got a girlfriend. Or you have a boyfriend and y'all both got a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't I don't know. You know, people uh, people are kind of kinky. Oh, you're open to a polyamorous relationship, Randy, or you just what what are you talking about? Like either not at all. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Anybody else open to polyamorous relationships? And again, I am not um, condoning polyamorous relationships. I don't give a fuck what people do. If they are grown, consented adults, I don't give a fuck at this point. I used to get upset about it, but I'm like, why the fuck am I upset about some shit I'm not into? Now, I will say this. I have noticed within the black community... 
that this narrative of polyamorous relationships are being pushed. And so I kind of think that it's like a, a manipulative tactic in a sense because they tell a lot of black women, oh, um, it's not enough men for women. Women outnumber men and, you know, 70% of black women would never get married and all that type of bullshit. And here's the fucking thing about that. I look at all my aunties and my mom, all of them are married. So, and I know that they come from an earlier generation, but all of them are married. I have a lot of friends that's my age that are married or in happy, committed relationships. So, I'm trying to figure out where the fuck they're getting this black women ain't getting married. Um, so, Chrissy Brantley said, but I hope he does have friends to go out and do things with because I don't want to be around him 24-7. Have a life outside of me, if that makes sense. That definitely makes sense, Chrissy. I mean, you can have your own um, friends, you can have your own ideas and, and hobbies and stuff. You, you don't, look, I'm the type of bitch, I don't want you in my ass all day. Like, go find something to do. Go hang out with your friends. Go watch the game. Hell, we can build you a man cave and you can sit up in there tonight uh, and enjoy your, your stuff. I don't want to share. Mika says she don't want to share. Me and two women, yeah. Okay, so Randy for the polyamorous. But do they both know about each other. See that's the thing. But I, I think that's kind of difficult. Because like I think about how men. Are stressed out about one bitch. Let alone two or more. And then if you want to jump off the. Um, biblical sense. Because everybody likes to throw in a bible. Like oh. Um, but we don't know for sure if Moses had two wives or not. There's a theory about that. But we know that. Um, Jacob had two wives. I, no, Isaac didn't have two wives. Jacob had two wives. Esau had more than one wife. Um, David had a couple of wives. And Solomon had a whole bunch of bitches. He had a whole bunch of harem uh, of females. However, if you look at all of them, all of them was dealing with a whole bunch of drama with them women. I mean, because you got the Abraham. And and Sarah was the one who invited the bitches. Well, I won't call them no bitches or whatever. But she was the one who invited Hagar into the bedroom so she could get pregnant so they could have a child. She didn't want to wait on God to do what he had to do. Once she had her baby, she was like, uh-uh, this bitch got to go. Okay? And now we have <laughs> Israel and 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 um the descendants of Israel and let me, Isaac, let me get the right names. The descendants of Isaac and the descendants of Ishmael fighting to this day. They fighting over the Holy Land now because of their birthright. So that's one instance where this shit is not going to work. And it says in the Bible, the sins of the father translate to your children's children and, and so forth. So that's why them other... Yeah, I'm trying not to curse while I'm trying to talk about the Bible. But I'm just going to be me. That's why they over there fighting to this day. Because Sarah didn't listen to God. And she went and brought another woman to her bedroom. Now, I do understand, like, you know, if you're going from um, a biblical sense that the bedroom is undefiled. But that can get tricky there. Okay, Randy said, you want two men? No. Shit, it's hard enough sucking one dick. <laughs> Let alone two. I just, I just can't see myself 
that's just that's just too much work. You know, you got to have a certain level of talent to be able to do all that, you know what I'm saying, and being penetrated by multiple things at once. That's just not for me. Now I know it's some women that um that enjoy that, they get pleased by that, but that's just not my thing. I like the intimacy, the closeness, the oneness. Now I don't mind you know, watching porn or something. I watch some other bitch do it, but I'm not finna do that. Like, just think about my jaws. Like, I just, I don't know. But I guess since, you know, your jaws have some muscles in it, maybe you can <laughs> practice and get a little better. But I, I'm just not into, I don't want to have two men at the same time. I'm at the point where now I don't want to have multiple partners. And I mean, Society pressures you into thinking, oh, well, you can't have more than one partner. But I will say, if you're going to move that way, do it safely and honestly. Don't be out here lying. Don't be out here, you know, uh, putting yourself at risk, you know, because these niggas' dicks are not clean, okay? They will stick that shit anywhere they can put it, okay? We saw American Pie. Niggas sticking their dicks in pies, Jesus. But anyway, as I was saying... I'm I'm not for a polyamorous relationship. I think everybody except one person agreed as it relates to polyamorous relationships. So what about open relationships? Like y'all not all together, but let's say you see somebody that look good to you and you just want to do the uh what's that movie where the lady got a million dollars to sleep with that dude for one night and she was married and decent proposal. You know, what if you do that instead? Are you open to that? Okay. The Rolo Show said, hell no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Okay. Is there a reason why you're not open to open relationships? And I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not open to it because I feel like if I'm going to have to fuck multiple people or have like... um different people involved i might as well be single and just date you know hell no nah, that's being a hoe how is that being a hoe if both parties agreed randy care to explain and as i said you guys can join in on the live so hit the request button and i'll let you guys tap in you can share your thoughts about um this topic again make sure that you share as well because i love having multiple people engaging and as you can see uh i have the well i thought i had the comment on my page so i'm gonna tag my podcast page so you guys can follow that it is bitch let me tell you what happened and i'm gonna pin the comment so you didn't say they agreed I, I thought I expressed that. Hey, uh, Anthony, I, I thought I expressed that they agreed. Like, an open relationship means we're both open to um, dating other people or sleeping with other people. Again, I don't agree with it. I don't want that. I don't feel like that's necessary because I feel like if I got to do that, I might as well just date. I can understand why because you got that that safe thing at home while you still get to go and explore. But I don't like to play with people's emotions like that because when you do have sex, feelings do get involved with one party or another and it can get messy and you never know how a person's going to act once that relationship, situationship or whatever is over. So I try to be a little bit more careful, open and honest 
with dating. I'm not dating multiple people right now. I'm just kind of chilling and resting in my single season, you know, like my good friend uh, Anthony O'Neill says. Uh, well, yeah, but just be single then, like you said. What about swingers? Now, swingers, as I mentioned earlier, are people that meet with another couple and they fuck each other <laughs> versus uh, open relationships is when one party goes and sleep with somebody else, but the girlfriend and boyfriend is okay with it. Typically, I see more women cool with open relationships than men, which is weird. And this makes me circle back to what I was talking about as it relates to this narrative of open relationships, polyamorous relationships, and so forth being promoted in the black community. Even though I know previously, it sounds fun, but, you know, like I said, when you playing with people's feelings, body parts, and liquids, and fluids, and shit, you, you got to be careful with that. Uh, but... I don't like how some men, specifically black men, try to create this narrative that, you know, you might as well get with a nigga with multiple bitches because it's hard out here. You ain't gonna be able to find nobody. But these be the same niggas that can't even take care of their goddamn self, let alone one bitch and multiple bitches. Like, I, I don't understand that logic. Like, it's... It's difficult as it is with inflation to have a nice living and a nice home and a um, car and all that type of stuff. You mean to tell me we're going to add some more people in? And don't get me wrong, I do understand that you can go from having two incomes to three incomes and so forth. But at the same time, it's like I may want to run my house a certain way. I may want my house decorated or something a certain way, take certain trips and so forth. And I just, I can't share that with no other woman. You know, what if she ain't got no taste? What if she ain't got no style or anything? And then we all looking nice and she over there looking like a fucking bum or some shit. Like, I I don't know. I'm just not into um, into that, that whole scheme of things. And as I was saying, like, my family... All my aunts are married and have been married for seven years, several years. Now, I don't know if they are happy, but they appear to be. So, I can only go off of what I see. And I said that my friends, most of my friends are married or constituents that I have are married. So, that narrative that you can't find somebody because you're a black woman and so forth is an issue. And speaking of it, let me get comfortable. Get on my couch and get comfortable. Y'all, I have new background and everything. Okay, I forget what the fuck I was about to say because I'm kind of high. But, let me gather my thoughts. And, speaking of relationships and women, black women being able to find love, I think it's very possible. I hear often in Clubhouse that, oh, black women, you too strong, you too fucking independent, and this, that, and the third. No, I'm just a human being that takes care of myself. Like, that doesn't make me... A super independent woman because I don't need you to take care of me financially like does it help to have additional income does it help to have somebody that say oh baby I got it for sure just like it helps a man when his woman say oh baby don't worry about this bill I got that oh baby I'm gonna take you out on a date it helps but is it needed most you know self-sufficient adults don't need the extra uh, I would join your life but I'm at work okay well but as I was saying, like, I just don't like that narrative to try to make because I'm, um, I'm outspoken 
or I don't want to say outspoken because they can come across in a negative way, but I am opinionated. I know what I like. I know what I don't like, but I am cooperative at the same time. Like I'm just, I'm not going to argue for the sake of arguing. Now on Facebook and Instagram, you're going to catch me in a day debating a nigga up and down. But in my personal life with like my boyfriend or a significant other or future husband, I'm not going to be arguing about stupid ass shit. You know, if it's something that is really important to me that I feel like needs to be heard, I'm going to have a conversation. Hey, babe, I'm going to express to you how I feel and, and go with it. First of all, I don't really yell that much anyway. Like my voice is pretty much like this for the most part, you know, and I know contrary to popular belief, people think I'm real spicy. And I, I mean, I got my pizzazz and sass about myself, but as I said in my relationship and dating space i'm just real chill i just want somebody that's gonna make me happy that's gonna you know protect provide help me be accountable help motivate me inspire me we can build and grow together and of course i'm gonna have a blended family because i have two kids and if they have children you know raise our children together build a legacy for them and so forth if my partner can bring that I'm cool, you know, and I feel like prior to, and I say this all the time, this is why it is important as women that we have to vet our partners, men and women. Like, women, we tend to, like, get excited if a nigga like us, and then in, like, three weeks, we want to be married. Like, we planned our wedding, we got our colors, bridesmaids picked out. Hell, some of us get that shit already picked out, and I ain't got a lick of a nigga. You know, and I, I think that's unfortunate because you can wind up in a situation like myself and not truly knowing the person that you're with um, because you're rushing into commitment. And the and I dated, you know, my ex for, I think we met in February of 2010. We started actually dating in like July, August 2010. We became girlfriend and boyfriend September 2010 and got engaged September, not September, February 2011. And even though that seems like a significant amount of time, it still wasn't enough time um, for me being at the age I was at. I was like 24, 25 when we met and got married. And I didn't want to get married till I was 30 years old we decided to get married like he didn't ask or get down on his knee and propose like we was making some cds for this cd uh business uh that we had at the time and he was like you want to get married and i was like all right and we told our parents the next day and we went to like like goldman's no it's some ghetto ass pawn shop to pick out this like cubic zirconia sterling silver ring because i really wasn't like hung up on on the ring per se i was like okay well you want to commit to me you want to marry me that's most important like when we actually picked out my wedding ring not my band but my actual ring i got like a fifth of carry that shit was like 500 dollars, you know but i was happy to wear it at the time because you know it is what it is i'm not big on jewelry however as i was saying you have to take your time and vet these niggas because and you got to vet the females too because people will present this persona of of perfection as though they don't have any flaws or any issues and then when they get you hooked 
here comes all the drama, all the chaos, all the mess. And that's considered love bombing. When somebody is like flawless, they overwhelm you with uh, kindness and shower you with gifts and affection, taking you out all the time and so forth. And, you know, you end up finding out later that they're a piece of shit. I mean, in my situation, I can't. 100% blame him for everything. I feel like I contributed to the relationship not working as well, but I was definitely love, love bumped. We were going out regularly, you know, and it wasn't me requiring him to, to take me out. That's what he did. And I later found out that he was using a family member's bank account to fund some of the dates that we was going on. So once we finally got married, we stopped going out like regularly. It was like a blue moon when we would go out. Like our last year of being together was like, I lived in like 2019. So by, by the, I left in November, 2019. And by that point, we had only been like on two dates that whole year, to my recollection. I mean, I I can't really think of any dates that we went on. It was our anniversary and so forth. Let me read some of these comments. So the Smoke City, <laughs> the Smoke City Chef said, happened to me before by a woman. Women do it too. We put on our best and end up being on. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right person. Be um, what's that bitch name out for Shrek? <laughs> the one that was the princess, but she turned into an ogre overnight. Fiona. <laughs> um, we tend to date the wrong way. People entertain anyone who comes around that way they find attractive. In reality, we should have a list and then evaluate the person as you get to know them. I agree, except for the part about a list. And I say that because I had a fucking list. And when I made the decision to um, start dating my ex, I went off the list that I had and what I saw that looked good versus what I knew that looked good. And I say it's not wise to have a list specifically because you can limit yourself from somebody that could be incredibly great to you or even just expose you to different things that you didn't know if you have a list. Now, standards is one thing. Like, I want somebody that's a God-fearing man. I'm not too heavy on he got to be speaking in tongues and uh, throwing an oil everywhere or anything like that. Definitely don't want to date a preacher or a pastor or anything like that. But I do want somebody that's God-fearing and that has a relationship with God. Um, I do want somebody that's family-oriented, that, you know, loves children because I have children. And if they have children, I would hope that they're active in their lives and so forth. I would want somebody that's honest, somebody that's caring and compassionate and so forth. Those things are different. However, having a list like, oh, he got to be six feet tall. He got to have this amount of money. Now, I'm not dating a broke-ass motherfucker, you know. <laughs> But I'm not expecting him to come like with bags on bags on bags and so forth. So, and when I say about broke, I mean the mindset more so than the finances. It's like if you're building and you have a plan and goals set in place, I'm open to that. You know, I'm very creative. I love helping inspire people and motivate people and, and tossing ideas to people to help them grow their own business. So that wouldn't be an issue for me. But if you are like, I'm not finna be with no nigga that's gonna sit on my motherfucking couch and play my child's video game and eat they snacks. Like, 
no, I don't need a man that bad that I got to settle for that type. Now, there are some women that's okay with that, and that's fine. That, that works for you, that's perfectly fine. But for Deanna, that's a no-go. You're going to have to get up and work, you know. So, I think that having standards is one thing, but having a list can prevent you from uh, finding somebody that you really want to uh, be with or somebody that could be really great for you. Because, like, in my dating situation now... Well, no, I, I have, I don't have a type, but I do. I kind of like nerds in the sense like glasses is a turn on for me. Uh, being very book smart and, you know, words, like if you know how to say certain words or have a very broad vocabulary, that is very attractive and sexy to me, you know. So I'm not really into like thugs. I mean, I, I don't need that type of danger in my life, you know. I dated a guy that had like an AK-47 like right by the bed and shit. Like, that's just too much for me because I don't need nobody kicking in my motherfucking door. <laughs> the police or somebody trying to uh, shoot up the place because you trying to be a uh, ghost from goddamn not Empire Jesus. Whatever the show is. So, no, that, that's not for me. I, I'm at the age where I don't need that level of excitement or fear in my life. So, I like... I'm not going to say safe because safe is boring, but somebody that's reserved that, you know, don't have to. I don't know. Oh, let me read this comment. Uh, it could be a list of standards. In fact, that's what I mean. It shouldn't be anything superficial on the list. Okay. Well, then we're basically saying the same thing. Like, But you'd be surprised. Some of these lists I didn't heard. I'm like, bitch, have you looked at yourself? Like. You don't even meet your own requirements. <laughs> Why you got a list? I got to me. Uh, be the person that you want to find in my life, Jenna's voice. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm actually working on myself in the sense of I'm reading more. Like, I just got through uh, reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a really great book. I've noticed the subtle changes that I've been making because I decided that I've had one fair relationship. And even though I learned a lot from that relationship, the next relationship I get in, I want it to last forever or to death do us part. So, there are some things that I learned about myself in hindsight that I contributed to the relationship, you know, not working. Like, one of my biggest issues was lack of communication. Like, I would emotionally shut down. And I know I'm completely off topic, but hey, uh, put me in B-flat because I'm preaching at this point. I emotionally shut down a whole lot because I know how I am. When I get to a certain point and I'm pissed the fuck off, I see red, I'm going to hit below the belt. 
I'm going to curse. I may throw shit. So what I tend to do is I don't say anything at all and kind of gather my thoughts. And then I try to have a conversation. Not realizing that that is a form of manipulation and somewhat emotional abuse when you shut down, when you give them the silent treatment or whatever. So me learning that, I had to learn how to communicate what I was feeling without getting super angry or mad. However... One of the issues was I was being gaslit a whole lot. Like, you're trying to tell me how I feel or you're trying to make what I'm feeling invalid and that will piss me off. So, that was one of the reasons why I would shut down. However, I should be able to kind of not allow somebody gaslight me, get me to a point where I'm acting in a way that I don't want to act in. So, you do have to work on yourself the problem is some people don't think it's anything wrong with them. I have heard women say, well, these niggas ain't shit, this, that, and the third. I'm like, some of y'all ain't shit either. Some of the women, we, we not shit. We have our habits. We do fucked up things. We say certain things that's not right. We don't um, keep up what we said we were going to do in a relationship and so forth. So it is on both sides that everybody has to step back and look in the mirror and be like, Okay, I'm not who I think I am. Sometimes when you get to a certain place in life, you get comfortable and you think you the shit, but you really just some shit. And I want to avoid being ain't shit. Because I had to think about like my last couple of dating situations, I had my feelings hurt. But then I thought about some of the little slick ass shit that I did. And I was like, well, bitch, you weren't innocent in that shit either. So I had to like go back and apologize for some of the mistakes I made, you know, and learning you know, relearning how to date after being married for a certain amount of time because, you know, when I got married in like 2011, internet dating, that shit was the fuck? You know, that was um, MTV Catfish, you know, like Craigslist Killer. That's, that's what it was like back then. But now, you know, most of the people that I have met and have dated are from online. Reading more and acknowledging where you went wrong in your past relationship. Yeah, I, I definitely am reading. I'm reading one now about finances because even though I've gotten better, I still want to be more knowledgeable about my finances so that when I get into the next relationship, it won't be where, you know, I'm bringing bad financial habits to a relationship or I'm bringing debt into a relationship, you know, that I created with somebody else. Like, I, I feel like that's completely unfair. So, I'm open to dating, but I'm not open to, well, I'm, I'm not against getting married, but I'm not ready to get married right now. Like, I'm, I'm at the point where now I feel like I might be ready for a relationship, but it would have to be with the right person. It's not going to be just with any old body, so, you know. I'm not going to waste my time any more than I have because I'm 36. I'm going to be 37. And even though that's not old, I would like to enjoy um, the remaining years of my life with my partner and not be 60 years old before I meet somebody else. So anybody want to join in on the conversation, you can. Our initial topic was about polyamorous relationship, but I ended up talking about my bullshit and telling all my motherfucking business as I always do. But for the most part, everybody was saying that they're not open to polyamorous relationships. So what I be hearing on Clubhouse might just be the small, select few. I know that some guys are um, into like the idea 
Thank you, Mr. Jennings. Yes, I will be 37 May 13th. I am a Taurus. <laughs> when you first start dating after marriage, you start thinking, maybe I should have just stayed married. I never thought that you. <laughs> I would be all right with my motherfucking vibrator before I go back. I ain't going back. Nope. Mm-mm. Don't do it. <laughs> nope. Because uh, once I made the decision to leave, that was it. Because I'm the type of person that in the past, I would put up with a little bit more. And then once I make the decision to go, ain't no going back. So I left for good, you know. Because I had been thinking about it for about three, four years. Because I left a couple of times beforehand. So it wasn't just like I abruptly left. It was, we were having issues for a while. And like I said, it wasn't just all his fault. It was both of our fault. Um, we did have a conversation like this past November about, you know, why I couldn't communicate with him, but I can get on the internet and tell all my business. And I told him at the time, I just wasn't emotionally mature enough or felt comfortable to have that conversation. And I would emotionally shut down and so forth, as I said earlier. So May 18th, oh, Taurus gang. Y'all, I'm not doing the devil side. I'm trying to do like... <laughs> I was trying to do the bulls, but I don't want to do nothing uh, satanic. And then they be like, Deanna in the Illuminati. Okay, uh, Georgia, your son's birthday is May 13th. That is also Stevie Wonder's birthday as well. It's almost Taurus season. We about to turn up on you hoes, okay? But anybody have any questions or anything that you want to talk about? If you want to jump on, uh, I probably jump off in a few more minutes because i don't like to be on for too long i left and filed for the divorce but the situations i found myself in when i did start dating had me like the enemy you know is better than the one you don't that i mean that is somewhat true but it's a reason why you left and it's like some that's why people stay in so many toxic relationships because you get comfortable like i know your bad habits i know what the fuck you gonna do and what you're not gonna do but you deserve better than that i don't believe in staying in any situation where you are unhappy now there's it's different and i'm not a psychologist i'm not a therapist so take my advice at your own risk don't be out here saying deanna said i'm gonna be like uh-uh but it's a difference in having unhappy moments like, you're not going to always um, be in happiness 24-7 with your spouse. They're going to piss you off. You may want to fight them from time to time. And you may they might start looking ugly to you for a moment. But it's a different difference when it's like constant unhappiness. Like, I was to the point where I was in the bed all goddamn day. Now, granted, I'm a Taurus. We like sleeping in the bed all the time. But it was to the point where I didn't want to do anything. I wasn't motivated to do nothing. I was not productive. I wasn't being the mother that I was supposed to be for my kids. And so I decided that in order to be better for myself and my kids, I had to leave their relationship. And then, you know, I started to become passive aggressive and bitter and so forth. And it's just... It wasn't worth, you know, constantly doing it. And I don't, I mean, I feel like I was doing it by myself, especially like those last two years. I feel like I was. And even though, like I said, I have to be accountable. There were things that I did as well. 
I just felt like that just wasn't for me. And I looked at some of my other, you know, relatives that did divorce and they got remarried. And I felt like, well, if God could do it for them, they could, he could do it for me as well. As long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I'm not out here and, you know, mistreating people on purpose. Come on, sister, spit this knowledge we need. I mean, I, I'm sharing. And like I said, I know I'm off topic, but I'm sharing because I don't want anybody to have to go through some of the stuff that I had to go through, you know, if you can prevent it. Like, I know as women, we're taught, and I call this like the Cinderella syndrome, where all our lives we saw Prince Charming come and save and rescue the dancer in distress and we go off to this mansion and castle and shit and live happily ever after. But life is not set up like that for a large majority of us. There are some people that do have that fairy tale type ending or Tyler Perry type shit going on. But a lot of us have to deal with real raw experiences in relationships now that doesn't mean it has to be detrimental it don't mean that your relationship is supposed to be depressing and you supposed to be hurt and all that stuff all the time like i was speaking with somebody earlier and we were talking about relationships and she said love ain't supposed to hurt like this and it's not you know it's not supposed to hurt it's not supposed to be when you're crying all the time and you're sad all the time my last dating situation a couple of months ago i think it ended like in october and this is the fucked up thing about it i feel like i shared this before um my father who passed in october my mom my dad my brother and my grandma were, were all sick and they were all in the hospital um with covid at the time so, of course, my ass is stressed the fuck out because I'm like, damn, I could potentially lose all four of them. Because there have been some people that have lost several family members back to back. On top of that, my grandfather had already passed earlier um, this past summer. And so I was kind of slipping into a depression or whatever. And this nigga was nowhere to be found like and he knew what i was dealing with like i was literally having to bring items to my family to to the hospital going and uh making deposits and you know just taking care of the household needs while my family is in the hospital and i go out just to clear my head i see this nigga out with a whole bitch now i will say that we were not in a committed relationship however by this point we were we, I don't even think we was fucking dating. So I'm not even finna tell that lie. We was basically fucking and talking and we spent time together and we would go out from time to time. Because he never expi explicitly said we're dating. Um, so I saw him out with somebody else and it wasn't the fact that he was out with somebody else because hell, I technically was at the club seeing somebody else, <laughs> but it was the fact that you were nowhere to be found during my time of distress and frustration and, and fear and so forth and when he was sick with covid i was contacting him every day checking on him i brought him groceries i you know cleaned up his apartment i picked him up from the he called me to pick him up from the hospital and i guess i misconstrued that as oh he see me as something important now he just saw me as his do bitch you know what i'm saying she'll do it so i'm gonna call her so I picked him up from the hospital and just checked on him and, you know, was um, catering to him. Not because I was trying to prove something. It was because I had gone through COVID and, I, and a lot of you that have experienced it, it feels like 
Like when you're isolated and you feel like you're about to die, you know, that's a terrible feeling. So to know to have somebody in your corner that got your back, it helps. So that's why I was doing it. Not because I was trying to make him, make me be his girlfriend or anything of that nature. But, you know, just to see him out, you know, in the club and shit. And I ain't heard from you. And I'm going through one of the most difficult times in my life. And I was there for you during one of the most difficult times in your life. I was like, that's fucked up. I said, this nigga really don't fuck with me. So I walked up to him. And I was like, I hope you having a good time. And this nigga looked at me and laughed and said, I am. It's like, my face, you, was on the fucking floor. Now, I, I was able to manage to walk out that hole before I started bawling, crying. Because I wasn't going to let a nigga see me cry, you know, in public. And I wasn't going to act a damn fool. I had every right to smack the shit out of him. But I was like, you know what? I know what my value and worth is. I'll be able to find somebody else. But it just fucking hurt. And then when my dad passed, I texted him and I told him. He was like, I'm sorry. And that's it. He didn't say, do you need anything? Are you okay? I'm praying for you. Or whatever. Hey, Broderick. Um... And so that shit was real fucked up. So with that happening, I almost slipped into that bitter bitch mentality where like, fuck all these niggas. You know, guns blazing. But I was like, you know what? I can't blame the men that mistreated me 100%. I say that because I allowed it. And I know sometimes you could be blinded by love, you could be blinded by dick, you could be blinded by, you know, them giving you gifts and so forth. But we see those red flags and sometimes we just be like, hey, it's a fucking carnival, wee. And we ride that shit till the wheels fall off. So I have to be accountable in this sense. And as people, we have to be accountable when we deal with people that mistreat us. They can only treat you that way if you allow it. You know, now it's still fucked up that they do that. And in my mind, I can't think of a reason why you would purposely dog somebody out, uh, even if they allow you to do so. Like, that makes me question, like, who you are as a person and your character. But I had to be responsible for this. So what I decided was my next dating situation. I said, I'm going to be myself. I'm not going to hold back. You know, if I feel like I want to do something nice, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to have the mentality of, well, he got to do this for me first. Now, you do have to come with intention. You know, it ain't going to be no Netflix and then chilling. We just, you know, kicking the shit or pulling up to my house and we sitting in the car like we in high school. You know, because I had one nigga that I met online was like, yeah, let's go to A&R Barbecue. I'm, I'm finna pick up my food and you meet me in the fucking parking lot. So, nigga, you ain't gonna buy me a barbecue sandwich? I can't get no fucking fries here. I can't get a Coke? Like, what the fuck? But anyway, I'm kind of going on my little rant. People that don't love themselves can't and don't know how to lead with love, communicating, or anything else. <sighs> That's a word. <clears throat> yeah, my throat getting dry. I'm talking too much shit. But I'm just saying, like, you be surprised some of the shit <laughs> that I kind of dealt with prior to me making that decision. And I basically kind of cut off the people that was not adding value to my life. Like, if you was one of those pull up on me type of niggas, I was like, fuck this shit. And I would just politely tell them, it's not you, you know. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just not doing enough. 